step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Joining me now on the hotline to talk bucks, I've got co-host of Beckles and Retcher on 95.3 WDAE. Ian Beckles joins the show. So, Ian, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to talk to us this evening and, and recap what has been an incredible run to the Super Bowl for this Tampa Bay Bucks team. Let me start by asking you about what I was discussing at the beginning of this show and, and my take that I really do think Tom Brady has made all the difference in the world. Just having someone like that with that winning pedigree, that experience on your team I just think it was a game changer in terms of culture and giving the rest of the team the belief in themselves that that this is possible. You've been in the locker room though before. What do you think about all of that? Well, I've never been in a I've never been in a winning locker room like that. So, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I went through a lot of losing, but I can tell from kind of the progression of the way this season's gone. You know, the, the players kind of were in awe of Tom to begin with, and I understand that. You know, yeah. a lot of these guys were watching Tom Brady when they were in elementary school. And, you know, he's been the GOAT for a long time. So a lot of the receivers were in awe, and it took a little while for Tom to get kind of acclimated to, you know, some of the receivers. And then finally they're on the same page, and it, the, the progression of the team went the right way. They started off a little slow, and they're really peaking at the right time. And, you know, right now they're they're playing their, their best football. But I don't know if anybody else could have just been brought into a locker room like that and take a team that he's never been exposed to before, the losingest team in sports history. I mean, and that's in any yeah. sport. And just walk in here, a team that hasn't been in the playoffs in 13 years, and not just take them to the playoffs, but go on the road for three games, we were worried about them losing to Washington. Then they went to New Orleans and beat them, and they went to Green Bay and beat Aaron Rodgers, who had a you know one of the best seasons for any quarterback in the history of the game. So mm-hmm. to me, Tom Brady was the main reason we're here. Now that being said, we won despite you know Tom Brady not playing so well yesterday. So there's we, we're pretty darn talented around him as well. Do you think? What's happened here in Tampa Bay, the Lightning winning the Stanley Cup, the Rays becoming the American League champs and and getting to the World Series, was that any extra motivation? Do you think that had any impact on the Bucs at all, or do you think that wasn't really a factor, wasn't something they were thinking all that much about this season? No, I I bet they didn't even bring that up. I mean, there's not – in football and just sports in general are, are different. I mean, you literally just think about the next game in hand, and that's it. You know, I, I like when I hear people say uh, they're going to overlook this team. Well, you, if you overlook that team, next week may not matter because you can lose every single week. So yeah. it's one of those things where football players and, you know, professional athletes just live for the next game, and they really couldn't care less about hockey. They couldn't care less about baseball. They'll cheer for them and they'll be fans. But I yeah. guarantee that wasn't their motivation. Your motivation is 
you know, wanting to play in the Super Bowl since you were five years old. I mean, that's that should be enough motivation right. uh, by itself. I'm joined by Ian Beckles, co-host of Beckles and Retro on 95.3 WDAE. Going back to the beginning of this season, adding Tom Brady into the mix and Gronk too, it was going to be different. But the fact that there wasn't a training camp, that there wasn't a preseason, that you've done, what do having those aspects of the full NFL season, what do they do and how much more difficult did it make things for this Bucks team in particular not having that? Well, I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever going to be able to measure that. I mean, I'm just going to speak on, you know, what I went through. Yeah. You know, what Tom Brady did this year was miraculous. I mean, you didn't get a, an off season with your team. They did have their little secret, secret workouts, you know, at Berkeley Prep, which they weren't supposed to have, which probably helped them out a little bit. But other than that, you know, Tom Brady didn't play a preseason game. So, you know, once again, for him to be where he is right now is amazing. And now I got also also tip my cap to players like Tristan Wirth and Antoine Winfield Jr., who are rookies and played mm-hmm. like veteran players and also didn't have the benefit of an offseason and, you know, uh, any kind of a preseason football. So there's a lot of people overachieving on this team. And uh, Jason Light and Bruce Arians have done a great job of giving a nice mix from young and old players. And uh, it's just a nice little nucleus of a football team. Hopefully it'll be good for a while. Obviously there were different philosophies going into the season. Tom Brady has a different way of, of handling an offense compared to what what Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich clearly wanted to do. They wanted to go down the field a bit more. Tom Brady's used to something a bit quicker, a bit shorter. But have they gotten to the point now where they've been able to combine the two styles in an effective way to where everybody seems pretty comfortable with what they're doing? Well, I mean, everybody always says that about Tom Brady. He likes to dink and dunk and he likes to short pass. That's because his receivers in New England were slow. You know, that's, that's not what we have here. <laughs> you know, we have, we have so many different styles of receiver that Tom yeah. was always able to make that throw. It just wasn't their strength at the time. And New England was that plodding, boring offense, yeah. five yards in a cloud of dust type of thing. That's not Bruce Arian's style. Listen, it's a lot easier to score on an 80-yard bomb than it is to go five yards at a time. So if you've seen this year, a lot of people want Tom to be an intermediate thrower. But Tom, you know, we've scored a lot of balls on some uh, on some deep bombs this year. And as you saw what happened with Scotty Miller to be the uh, just before halftime, you know, that yep. was a big a big play in that game. So for me, you know, the intermediate. Uh, 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 sometimes a deep pass is going to be part of it as long as he's here and as part of it, as long as Leftwich and Bruce Arians are calling plays. I'm joined by Ian Beckles, co-host of Beckles and Retro on 95.3 WDAE. What was it about this defense that really allowed them to turn it up a notch? I mean, they're playing some really, really great football right now. Certainly the return of Devin White was huge. I mean, he's a fantastic player, but then you see the pass rush getting to Aaron Rodgers yesterday, which was so huge. What is it about this defense that has really picked up during the course of these playoffs? Well, I mean, they're just playing good football. You know, it's really not rocket science. Devin White's playing great football. I don't know if any linebacker is playing better than him in the whole NFL. Uh, Levante David does his. He's consistent. If we get a pass rush, 
that's the key to everything. You know, mm-hmm. if you remember back way back in the day when we were great, late 90s and early 2000s, we were yep. great defensively. It was about a pass rush. If you take away a pass rush, you know, that puts a lot of, uh, a lot of heat on those defensive backs. And those defensive backs can't cover forever. They're not allowed to put their hands on, it, on anybody. So, to me, the, the key to football is rushing the passer and running the football. And it's even, uh, it's even emphasized a little bit more in December and January. And we ran the ball a little bit better than Green Bay. And we definitely rushed the passer better than them on Sunday. The big question that, that everybody's been talking about today, and I'm sure you had a field day with it on your show earlier, the decision to kick a field goal, the Green Bay Packers kicking that field goal instead of going for it and putting the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands on fourth and eight, uh, down eight points. What were your thoughts on that coaching decision? I'm not the guy that normally, you know, belly aches about coaching decisions, but that one was astronaut. And it didn't make any sense whatsoever. You're on the four-yard line, and you have the best quarterback on earth, and you have three timeouts. So if your mentality is we're going to score, and then we have three timeouts, and hopefully we can make them punt, then you might as well go for it. And if they don't make it, then make them drive it from the four-yard line because then we have to be – you know, obviously, uh, uh, you got to keep it close to the vest. We might not have thrown the ball from the four yard line. So, you know, the whole thing didn't make a whole lot of sense. And LaFleur is catching a lot of heat for it. And that's probably justifiably so. All right. The Super Bowl matchup the Chiefs and the Bucks, they played during the regular season. Chiefs got out to a hell of a start in that game. Bucks inched back, but uh, couldn't quite make it all the way. How do you think the game changes between that regular season game and what we'll likely see in two weeks during the Super Bowl? Well, <laughs> I just watched the Chiefs last night, and the, the only way for the Bucks to win this game, I think if they make it a hideous, ugly game, if they make it a low-scoring game, because once it gets high-flying, the Chiefs have yeah. a whole lot. They have a whole lot to deal with. And, you know, between Hill and Kelsey, I mean, that's the best duo I've ever seen in on any team at any time. And then you add Mahomes to it, who may be the best quarterback I've ever seen, you know, they become a problem and it comes down to the defense always, you know, whoever's defense plays better, whoever rushes the passer better. If you give Mahomes time, you're going to lose. If you give Tom Brady time, you're going to lose. So it really comes down to the pass rush and who could stop the run because you, you definitely have to keep on running the ball in January. And then final question for you, there's going to be 22,000 fans in the stands, and 7,500 of them are likely to be healthcare workers, frontline workers from here in the Tampa Bay area, Central Florida area. So you would figure most of them are going to be uh, rooting and cheering for the Bucks. Will that make a difference, especially in a season? Now, Kansas City has had some fans in the stands, so they're a bit more used to that than maybe some other teams that really haven't experienced that at all uh, this season. The Bucks have had some fans in the stands too, but but how much do you think that home field advantage could potentially play into things? Well, I don't know if the fans will play into, uh, into it as much as just the Buccaneers being comfortable. You know, the Buccaneers yeah. get to sleep in their bed and they get to be in their locker room and they, they know where to eat. Everything can be very comfortable. Kansas City still has to fly. Um, they're not going to be, you know, as accustomed to the, the surroundings. And listen, any, any, yeah, you know, advantage is a good advantage, but you know if you're playing Kansas City, you, you could just blink, <laughs> you know, and be down 14 points. So 
Yeah. You just got to make sure that you, you you show up early. We didn't show up early last time. We got trounced yeah. real early, real quick. So the Buccaneers going to have to come out the box and, uh, and, and, and show up earlier. It can get ugly. Ian Beckles, co-host of Beckles and Retcher on 95.3 WDAE. How are things going with the new show? Congratulations, by the way. They're going great. You know, Jay's a natural, and uh, we're having a good time, man. It's just some real talk, real sports talk, and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, you know, a cool week, and then we're going to be on Radio Row next week. So uh, hopefully we'll get some cool guests. That'll be good stuff. Like I tell everybody, uh, your show is three to six. You don't have to worry about the six to seven o'clock hour because this show starts at six. So, you know, uh, but I do direct them to you from three to six. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Sir. <laughs> All right. Ian, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. All right, Ryan. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.